Welcome to my Japanese Green Tea Podcast, the Green Tea Show with a Japanese Twist. And now your host, Ricardo Caicedo. This is my Japanese Green Tea Podcast, episode 5. Our guest for today is Reina Sakao. She's the owner of Sakao Enterprise. Hello, Reina. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Ricardo. Thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. It's such a pleasure to be doing this today with you. Thank you for coming. Um, you're living in right now in Toronto, right? No, it's actually Montreal. No? It's, it's close enough, but it's in oh. Montreal. Yeah. It's the east coast of Canada. And uh, it's a little smaller than Toronto, though. But then so much diversity in Montreal as well. Okay, so can, can you tell me a little about yourself? How did you get involved with, with tea? And uh-huh. sure. are, are you Japanese or? Yes, I am 100%. Or are your parents Japanese? Yes, they are all Japanese, and I was born in Japan. <laughs> but then I have been outside of Japan for a total of 10 years, well, precisely in Canada for 10 years. And, uh, well, Canada is such a, well, it's a country of immigrants and people from all over the world. And I've been surprised to see one country with so much diversity here. And uh, it just seems as if you're traveling to different countries and cities every single day. And, you know, like different people, the cuisine, the language, activities and festivals, and so many other things. And it's been just so um, fascinating to see different nationalities living in, you know, the same country, especially for me, coming from a country where it's surrounded just by the ocean and not having any other neighbor countries around it. So I just... You know, I've been just thinking like for this 10 years that it's just amazing and very fascinating. And um, at the same time, during this past 10 years, not only have I learned about the other cultures, but also um, I learned about my own culture just by seeing Japan from outside and in the way with a foreigner's point of view, like technology, the history, the culture, tradition, and of course, the way of thinking and living. And uh, I have probably learned more about my culture and country, you know, after I came to start living abroad. And that's why I wanted to introduce this great Japanese culture to the world with different services, you know, such as what I've been doing, tea, tea ceremony, and the language, the Japanese language. And that's oh, why. I'll... And your English is also very good for well, being only 10 years. Well, I don't know. Ten years is a lot, eh? I mean, it's I, a long I studied time. Japanese for eight, and and I'm really bad at speaking Japanese. Well, <laughs> but it's different though, because you were there like in Japan for one year, and you speak good. But me, considering ten years in Canada, I, you know, I have to speak well. I mean, ten years in Canada is a long time. It's a decade. So, yeah. <laughs> Can you speak French too? Yes. Well, I speak differently. Well, people actually here in Montreal, they speak several languages. Well, like they speak English and French and also their uh, mother tongue. So they speak at least three languages. Like most people do speak three languages, English, French and the mother tongue. And some people do speak Spanish because Spanish and French, they're pretty similar. Yeah. So t- tell us about the Sakao Enterprise. When, when, when did you decide to start it and... Uh, when, when was it actually founded? Mm-hmm. I uh, I was thinking to start actually last year. And then actually the company was founded this year in February. And uh, because Montreal, that the city I currently live in, is such a multicultural city consisting with people from all over the world. 
And uh, I just consider myself living in uh, in this little world. You know, I use different people from all over the world, and uh, this is and this is where I wanted to introduce real side of our culture, including the cuisine, uh, the Japanese culture, the tea ceremony, and the language. You know, to people in Montreal, because I know that there are a lot more to be discovered in overseas and in Montreal. Not just like California roles or anime, and uh, yeah, so I wanted them to know a lot more about our culture, and also I wanted to combine our such culture with other existing cultures to make something new, you know, something new for this new era. So that's how I started my own company, including tea and tea ceremony and stuff like that. I understand that the enterprise is made up of. Three, three companies? Mm-hmm, exactly. Yes. Why, why is it like, why didn't I you just make one? Well, one, yes, it could work. But then, like, I wanted to introduce, like, different sides of, you know, different sides of um, Japanese culture. Because tea, yes, it's a cuisine. But then there are a lot more. I mean, Japanese language is beautiful. And Japanese tea ceremony is something else. You know, so I just didn't want to do just tea. And then, like, of course, tea is something precious and very important. But also tea ceremony is something different. It is related, but history and uh, it's it's very deep, the tea ceremony. So, you know, like, I just didn't want to do only one. But I wanted to show different, different aspects of Japanese culture and different services that Okay, so let's talk about the tea ceremony classes. Is that one one company only? The yes, it's actually the tea ceremony. We do offer tea ceremony lessons, but then it's uniquely offered in Japan. But then it's offered for uh, foreign people living in Japan, and as well as local Japanese people to experience to appreciate the moment over a bowl of tea. And uh, we actually have both trial lessons and a regular lesson. And the trial lesson is to see what the tea ceremony is like in uh, a couple of hours and to be exposed to the actual tea ceremony. So you'll see the tea room, you know, the tea ceremony products, drink a bowl of matcha and try Japanese sweets, the wagashi. And uh, the regular lesson is for those who decide to take it uh, once a week, because it's usually once a week, to learn different types of tea ceremony and the way of tea. But unfortunately, however, it's currently full at the moment. So, but then as not there is an availability in the space, we'll update the website for the availability. And, you know, people can contact us over the internet or by email. And I will also upload some pictures of the classes. So, you, you know, people can see what it's like in, uh, in classes, what we use, what we have, and stuff like that. Okay, so I'm going to go into your webpage. It's uh-huh. www sakaoenterprise.com and sakao is spelled s-a-k-a-o so what i see is that it's an online tea shop uh, japanese school tea ceremony and also studying abroad Mm -hmm. exactly yes so you're saying that the the tea ceremony and the studying abroad portion is for japanese only um yes it's actually uh studying abroad is mainly for japanese people and uh, we to, to do... come to Canada, right? Exactly. And then I would like to, uh, well, it's specifically in Montreal. Yes, Canada itself is a country with um, 
so much diversity, but the Montreal is a city that contains uh, so many people from different countries. So we would like just to specify the studying abroad services to come to Montreal. So it's it's going to be a program to come to Montreal. And have you already brought students in? No, not yet. That started as well in February. And we've been promoting it uh, in Japan to schools, individuals. So, you know, like hopefully for this summer, because the summer is, uh, it's just the, the craziest season in Montreal. So many, so many festivals, activities, people are outside. So hopefully for this summer. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why, why did you decide to, to make the, Studying abroad? the tea ceremonies, the tea ceremony not available in Canada? Or, or are you going to do that later? We can do it in Canada or anywhere. Like if people ask for a tea ceremony, um, uh, demonstration then you know I could do it anywhere but then currently uh, we're just doing it in Japan to see but they, if there's any demand outside of Japan yes we would do it like anywhere it could be in Colombia it could be in Canada it could be anywhere we could do that what I understand is it was easier to start in Japan because there's a lot of demand there exactly there are people I mean, like people are familiar with tea ceremony in Japan because it's, of course, it's, it's great in Japan. And uh, a lot of, I was just surprised to see so many people not knowing about tea ceremony, like outside of Japan. So I think people are not yet familiar with, you know, even the term tea ceremony uh, in foreign countries. So it's easier and it's, it's normal not having tea ceremony in Japan. We would like to start it in Japan first, and then, you know, like we've been doing this website and then showing the pictures, the actual tea ceremony, and once people get to know about tea ceremony, you know, this exists, and we can start doing demonstration outside of Japan. And when when did you get so interested in about tea and the tea ceremony? Well, I did not become interested in tea because I actually grew up with it. You know, when I was little, like since when I, when I was born, yes, I grew up with it. And yes. uh, as it has always been a part of my life, I didn't realize how special and unique it is until I started living abroad. And it was something, it was like totally a part of my life. But then tea provides such a comfort and warmness. I wanted to share with other people and what's more it's also good for health and it's it should be spread to the world and that's what I've been doing you know introducing tea and the good side of drinking tea. Do you drink all kinds of tea or, or is it mainly Japanese teas? I do drink different kinds of tea but then I prefer drinking Japanese tea. I drink green tea like gamusha in the morning. And then mm-hmm. in the evening, it's more like hojicha or genmaicha. And sometimes, yes, I do drink English tea in the tea bag, but then it's pretty rare, probably like once a month kind of thing. So I usually drink, like daily, I drink Japanese tea. Okay, me too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Good. In your in the web, in the website, the, the part about the tea ceremony. Yes. Like you dedicate. A page just to the the phrase Ichigo Ichie. What what's the meaning of that? Ichigo Ichie um, literally means uh, one encounter 
sorry, one opportunity, one encounter. Uh, that is one of the important concepts uh, in, in tea ceremony because each tea ceremony is different and unique. And uh, what it means by that is that that's why it will never recur in our lifetime because people, seasonal decorations, art objects, such as architecture, flowers, pottery, atmosphere, freshness of matcha and wagashi are all different every single time we do the tea ceremony. That's why it's only ichigo ichi. It's you know it happens only once. It, it will not happen never again. So that's that. That's what it means by ichigo ichi, and uh, that's why tea ceremony is very important. It teaches not only how to serve tea and make tea, but also to appreciate each moment of our life and to enjoy every single moment of it to the fullest. And you know, and to remember it, it will not happen again is that also the same with the with the cherry blossoms like they you wait all the year and then it takes like i don't know maybe a week exactly and... it's very i don't know it shows something else too it shows you know it shows the we usually say that it shows the japanese lady that it's very you know it's weak because it's it's there only for a week but it shows this, I don't know, it's a symbol of our, um, of Japan, the country. Gives us like a great impact or great emphasis, but it's, it's, it's weak because it's there only for a week. It's just, we, we remember it. It's yeah, not so exactly It's special thing. because it doesn't last long. Exactly, it doesn't last long, but then it's special. Exactly, it's special. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for some people, it, it may it's really different. For example, here in Colombia, mm-hmm. we we don't have. It's in the equator line, so there's no seasons. Oh. So all year is the same. Uh-huh. So let let's say someone brought a, a cherry blossom here, cherry blossom tree. Mm-hmm. Probably it would ha- it would have flowers like all year, so it wouldn't be special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about Japan eh? like we have four different seasons and uh, that's that's really something like seasonal changes we appreciate that a lot in Japan and that affects tea ceremony too because we change tea bowls or we use uh, tea products seasonally you know we have seasonal tea bowls or uh, products we change it seasonally so that's something that we appreciate a lot the seasonal changes in Japan. Okay, let, let's look at the at the online shop. Does it ship to Canada only, or also to the US and more? It's places? actually we actually ship it to all over the world. Oh, I okay. know that, yes, we ship different products, the tea products, and uh, green, of course the green tea. Um, it's actually will be shipped from Japan. And uh, we'll ship it to anywhere in the world. Of course, there are some countries that restrict, you know, some products. But then if not, we ship it to um, everywhere in the world. From the big products such as screen, you know, uh, utensil stands to small products such as tea whisks, tea bowls, tea containers, and of course our green tea. And uh, yes, so we sell it online. And uh, or if in Canada or in Japan, we receive phone calls, or it could be done by emails, anywhere, anywhere you like. Oh, that's good. So anyone can order. Exactly, yes. 
And let's say I order today. How, how long does it take? A week? Usually, depending on the country. For example, because it will be shipped from Japan. If it's, it's shipping to, for example, to Asia, then it will probably be uh, a little less than a week. But if it's to, for example, to Colombia, it probably be a little longer. One month. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I wouldn't be that long. <laughs> Don't worry. No, it would be the, probably a week to two weeks. In between a week and two weeks. So I'm looking at the tea here, and um, what's interesting is you have a, a hojicha with genma hidari. That's exactly. not really common. No, it is it, because it is our original product. And uh, it's very interesting. And it gives a great aroma of the uh, toasty hojicha. And that it is combined with the rice from um, uh, from Gemaicha. So that's why it contains uh, less caffeine and it's very light and it's just perfect in the evening. And it's just great smell. The, uh, the aroma is very nice. Okay. And th there's different matcha, right? Different matcha. Uh, well, it's basically two different kinds of matchas. And uh, it's one is for usually for uh, cooking or bakings, and then the other one is used for a tea ceremony. It's it's the uh, it's a nicer one that's for the tea ceremony that you drink it, and then the other one is for cooking that you mix it with food, the sweets, uh, uh, bread. Okay, so you have the cooking grade and the ceremony it's grade. Exactly, ceremony grade, exactly. Mm -hmm. And there's one with with gold. How does that yes. work? It is with gold, so it, it's actually for the uh, the drinking uh, matcha. So if you put it and you put the uh, hot water and you mix it, you see, you know, the little uh, gold in, inside. It looks very pretty with, you know, if you have like a nice matcha bowl and then if you put it in the, uh, the such a nice matcha bowl and then you use the whisk to make tea and you see the little gold pieces in the uh, in the matcha. It's very special. Yeah, it, it sounds very special. Yes, <laughs> it think. is. Very special. And there's also your favorite, your fukamushi cha. Yeah. What's the I difference remember. between, why, why is like the, the next one more, more expensive than the other one? Uh, fukamushi cha, the uh, literally translates, fuka means deep. And mushi means steaming. So fukamushi cha means deeply steamed green tea. And uh, real life kamisha has its very um, fine tea leaves compared to sencha, but it's not like powdered matcha. So it's the uh, the regular kamushi, and the uh, aracha kamushi. That's the uh, the crude tea, and it gives deeper and uh, deeper color because it contains different parts of kamusha tea. It contains the tea leaves. It contains the uh, the tea. It contains the tea stem. That's why it. Uh, gives the uh, the deeper deeper color and deeper taste compared to the regular fukamushicha. Uh -huh, another one, komano um, ashikage. Uh, it's called the the fukamushi komano ashikage. Is the the finest quality compared to the other two because of the season when it the uh, when the leaves are picked. The leaves for this komano ashikage are picked the first uh, at the first harvest. And it gives such a bright green color to it, and of course, it's the uh, the sweetest taste. Cause on the on the tea uh, on the website, that's for the uh, like everything. Well, the grade 
is different depending on the season when the leaves are picked. If it's first, it's like uh, the like the komanashikage, the first harvest, then it's most uh, expensive. But then if it's a lower grade, it's like the fourth or third season when the leaves are picked. So depending on when the leaves are picked, and if it's the first one, it's more expensive. And if it's, you know, the fourth or third, it's uh, lower grade. Lower grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. And and Gyokuro, you, you only have one. Exactly. Is that one from Shizuoka too, like, like the other teas, or this one uh, is from... This one is from, actually it's from Kyoto, from Uji. Ah, oh, from Uji. Okay. I wanted to ask about the matcha balls. Yes. So th- there's a lot of matchables, like 150 matchables. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's so many. Well, before we get in, into the uh, specifics of each matchable, I wanna ask you a question. It, it's actually a question from a reader. Yeah. His name is Andrew Tucker. Okay. Uh, he he asked me to to tell you that uh, how how should you choose a, a matchable? He has one that is. Like perfectly round. Okay. Uh, but he's seen other ones that are that the shape is irregular. Okay. And he wants he wants to know if if there's any anyone better suited for for the tea ceremony or or is it just your preference and is there any trend like people what do they like now mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Right. Um. For the regular one. It's uh, you can use it anytime, like any types of tea ceremony. So this one is okay, but then depending on the tea bowls, you'll have to choose the uh, types of tea ceremony or, or vice versa. Depending on the uh, types of tea ceremony, you have to choose a tea bowl. For example, if you are making a thicker matcha, it's called the koicha, then you have to use rakuja one. It's a little thicker compared to other tea bowls. Or, for example, we use um, deeper tea bowls in winter, but not in summer, just to keep the uh, the tea warmer. And an opposite in the summer is shallower because it's hot, and we don't want to keep you know tea that hot. So, but then depending on the tea ceremony and then depending on the tea bowls, yes. Um, some sometimes it depends, but if not, then it's a personal preference. And regarding the uh, the trends, there is no trends, but once again, there is uh, a seasonal tea bowls as well because we usually use some tea bowls with cherry blossoms, sakura, um, in the spring, and uh, maybe in winter there's the uh, Santa Claus on the the tea bowls, or and the uh, in 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 the fall we use seasonal fruits. Or in the summer, there's the, the the ocean or the color of blue. So depending on the season as well, we you choose we choose um, tea bowls. Okay, so that means that for for a tea ceremony, you have to have at least four <laughs> matchables. <laughs> yes, either you have the seasonal tea four seasonal tea bowls, or just one. It doesn't really, you know, like there. It's not like seasonal matchable. Okay, one that doesn't say anything about the season. <laughs> exactly. 
exactly just the color or just the the shape. And let's say I'm I'm a total beginner. What matchable is best for me? Uh, the, the good ones are not too small. And, um, well, depending on the size of the, the hands as well, but then something a little um, not too small. And um, the easy table to use for the beginners is the one that has the little height at the bottom of the table so you can actually hold it. Because some tables, for example, the, the ones that made outside of Japan, it's not really for tea ceremony, it's pretty hard to hold the tables, but then the ones that you can hold well, well, it's easier to okay, hold. So, yeah, okay, it's a little li lifted, lifted from the floor so that it's easier to mm -hmm, hold. So to it's, take. Right. So it's not, the one's not too small and then easier to take and hold it. I think they're the best ones for the beginners. Yeah, because some of some of them are so small that you can't feed a, the the matcha whisk. Exactly, and it's it's hard, right? It's hard to make matcha. Yes, so it's a little deep and it's a little not too big, but then not small. And in in your side, um, which one is the which one do people like the most? Okay, people usually like. Um, for example, the color of gold with flowers or some unique or some cute design on it. For example, there's the uh, the tables with little bunnies on it. That's pretty popular. <laughs> it's very cute. Or uh, So a lot of your customers are, are female? A lot of them are, yes. Or I'm going to do this sort by price and see, see what happens. So there's there's a table that is, it, it says 200,000, 200, is that like $2,000? Is it from high to low or low to high? High to low. High to low. Oh, that's one of the expensive ones, no? Why why is is that one so expensive? Which one is that? Well, what's the number? 200. Table 12. 12. Oh, okay. This is Jawan. Um, this one is deep. I know it does look like uh, you know me, but then this one is used uh, in uh, in winter to keep the uh, the tea warm. And the, uh, uh. that's why it's deep compared to other table. But then I have it. I know it's not winter, but I have it because some customers they want it um, to use it as a you know me. So that's why I just put it, I left it there so that people can actually mm -hmm. see. And then, you know, it doesn't really matter if they use it in, in summer, they can use it as you know. So I just left it there. Yeah, it, it's really expensive. I know, yes, it, it is. is. Is Tetsuro Aoyama famous? The, the one who designed mm -hmm. it? This one, yes. And then all of these uh, expensive ones, for example, this uh, 229 as well. It's because of the, uh, you see this little um, writings right next to the uh, the table, the Bakuja one? The yeah. signature, this is the one that's very expensive. And that makes it very expensive as well. So the tables with the signature, that makes it uh, tables expensive as well. So it's a collector's item. Exactly, collector's, that's what it is. And have you sold anyone like that, like $2,000? Not the expensive ones, no, not yet. Okay, so you're still 
we still have the smog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what what happens um, when when you want to clean your your matcha bowl? How how should you clean it? We use we usually use um, water and we just rinse it because usually in a tea ceremony we actually rinse it during the tea ceremony, so it's not that you know it's 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 already clean. And um, so you can use hot water. If you want to redo it, you can use hot water and rinse it. And then you can, or you can use just regular water because it's already been cleaned during the tea ceremony. So you can use either or. There's something else called kaiseki products. What's kaiseki? Kaiseki is the actual meal um, served during the tea ceremony. Because tea ceremony itself is very long. It's a process of having a meal, having a ustja, the thinner matcha, having a koicha, the thicker uh, matcha, as well as sweet. So the whole process, that's what is called tea ceremony. And then a part of it is a kaiseki meal. And uh, we do have the meal during the tea ceremony. And these products are used for it. So... The ones, for example, there is the uh, the plates for the sweets or um, little cups for the sake because sake is also served during the meal. Really? Yes. That's interesting. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is very interesting. Everything is all combined. But but kaisaki, the, the meal, is it always done or not, not always? Well, the the tea ceremony lessons, it doesn't include the kaiseki part. But then the official tea ceremony, yes, it does include the uh, the kaiseki meal. And the kaiseki sake. Kaiseki, yes. <laughs> kaiseki includes sake, yes. Is it, a, is it a special sake or is just just a regular any hot, sake will do? It will, any sake, but it's usually a hot, hot sake. So you have everything... That you that anyone needs for the tea ceremony, you're selling it in your exactly. We have your it online store. Exactly, we have it the the tea container. We have you know plates and containers for the sweets or water kettle, even for the incense because um, it's not necessary. It's not an obligation to have it, but then we usually use incense when we do the uh, tea ceremony, so it just smells nice. And then we do sell incense con- container. As well, on the online station. And about the the trays for the for the candy and the paper for the candy for the wagashi, right? Yeah. How do people make the the wagashi? Do they just buy it at a store, or or the you, you make it use yourself for the ceremony? Wagashi, mm, it could be either or. Some people make it, some people buy it. It really depends. Wagashi, it's not depending on what kind of wagashi that you're making, but we can we can make wagashi. I made the um, I made an erikiri the other day, and it was very good. It's not hard to make, and uh, it's very unique and it's very colorful because um, wagashi also does um, have the, the seasonal changes. So depending on the season, we use you know different. Um, it looks different. We change the uh, the design of the wagashi depending on the season as well. But then some people do make it and some people do just buy it. You know all these decorative items are that for the um, for the tea house? Yes. Like for example the the hanging scroll, the screen. Mm-hmm. 
those are to put inside the tea house. Yes, it's uh, it's usually decorated in the tea room so that you know before we start, we usually look at them and then see you know that also has the, the seasonal changes, so the flowers, calligraphy. So you see different um, different things, the art objects in the tea tea room. So tea ceremony is not only to provide tea, um, tea matcha and the wagashi, but also the uh, those like ed- educative stuff as well. You see, you learn about the calligraphy, uh, flowers, architecture, different kinds of stuff. Okay, and I, I saw I saw a picture on on Google Plus yeah. from from one of your customers. Uh-huh. Uh, do, do you have like a, a specific brand? For for your tea, when when it comes in these packages, it, it it said something in Japanese, but I wasn't able to read it. Oh, it's the uh, the wrapping paper, no? Yeah. Yes, it's actually the uh, um, it's our wrapping paper. So it says the uh, sakao. Oh, so that's how you spell sakao. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the the sakao is that a word or or is it just a last name? It's just a last name, but then, <laughs> well, Saka in in the Chinese character meaning this. Hill. Hill, exactly. And then O is a tail, so it doesn't really make any sense. It's just a last name. Oh, okay. But if uh, I sent the, uh, the sample of the tea to the customer, and if anybody, um, if anybody wants tea samples, then we can send it out and uh, try it. Okay, so if if anyone wants tea samples, what what does he have to do? We just have to get the uh, the email confirmation, or you know, people can just send us an email, or we can get the messages over a website. And uh, we just need the names and the uh, the address so that we can send it directly. So oh, cool. Uh, so send us so, an email. So I'm gonna order one sample too. Okay, great. Okay, <laughs> sure. <laughs> we'll send that right away. I have you on Google Plus. Your username is Sakao, then space, and then the capital E. Exactly, that stands for Sakao Enterprise. But then, yes, it's Sakao. Yeah, and, and your your Twitter account is uh, at Sakao Enterprise yes. and w- without space. Exactly. And c- could you tell me your Facebook? Because I don't really use Facebook, but oh, okay. it's good to know. It's uh, it's the only one that has this French name. It's Enterprise Sakao. It's uh, I'm gonna spell it. It's E N T R E P R I S E space Sakao S A K A O. E N T R E P R I S E space Sakao. Exactly, yes. Is, is it in French? Yes, it is in French. I mean, everything you write is in French? Too? Oh, no, no, no. But then the page itself, it's all in English. Oh, I see. The school of the tea ceremony, like you know, the Omote Senke and the Ura Senke, which one is it? It's the, uh, the one that you are. Okay. And and you studied that in Japan as well? I did study that in Japan as well, yes. And I still learn it here in Montreal. But are, are you like a Japanese tea ceremony teacher? I am not. I am not, no. You're the businesswoman. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm, I, I've never taken class. I've done the tea ceremony, but like at school, so it wasn't oh. anything too serious. Oh, okay. But then did you it, like it? Yeah, I, I like drinking the, <laughs> the much. And having a wagashi, <laughs> no? <laughs> yeah, but, but I didn't get any meal nor sake. Oh, 
That's too bad. That's the <laughs> so, whole thing, you know. <laughs> that's the whole process. Oh, <laughs> but that's okay. As long as you you try it, you try the matcha, you try the wagashi, that's okay. When when you make matcha at home, do you make it in the traditional way, or you or you, do you do anything different? Uh, matcha, just regular way. Yeah, well, you, you use the water. the tea whisk and the exactly, hot water, and that's yeah. it. Okay, because some people they add, like add milk and honey and use the electric milk for other and that, exactly but... no that's what I would like to um, not for myself but then for people here in Montreal or outside of Japan they could because some people cannot drink tea like that strong so I would like to introduce something like that like for example matcha latte with a matcha and honey mm. or syrup because some People like it with the syrup in it. So that's something creative. But then for me, it's usually regular, authentic matcha. Just hot water and nothing else. Okay. Well, I guess the time's almost up. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm just going to ask you one one last yeah. thing. Why, why do you recommend that, that people take a, a Japanese ceremony class? Like... Why? What would I gain if I, if I took the tea ceremony class? Well, why we recommend it? It's not only we want everyone to try matcha and wagashi, but then because we want <laughs> no that as well. But then not only that, but then because we want everyone to feel the environment in the tea room, and also to appreciate the precious moment over a bowl of matcha. Because it's different from a Western tea party where friends get together and have a cup of tea. It's more to appreciate the environment in the tea room, including you know the art objects or people around you, or tea, the sweet, the wagashi. And what's more important is the uh, the concept behind it, which is the one that we just talked about earlier, the ichigo ichie, the one opportunity, one encounter. Um, That's why we re very much recommend it. And also, tea ceremony teaches also, not only teaches how to serve tea and make tea, but to appreciate each moment of our life, enjoy to the fullest, and remember that it will not happen again. And it's already deep and interesting, but, but what makes it even more interesting is that each of such art objects And goods in the tea ceremony has its own deep meanings and history. And that's why we recommend it, of course, to try real matcha and wagashi, and also to be in such a special and precious environment. That's why we recommend Okay, so um, if I ever get the chance, I'll, I'll take the tea ceremony classes. Yeah. Um, if anyone is living in, in Montreal, I, I really recommend that you, that you check out... Uh, The, the products offered by Sakawa Enterprise and also if you live outside it, it doesn't matter because they'll send it to all over the world. Uh, so thank you, thank you, Reina-san. Uh, it, it was fun speaking yeah. to you and I, I wish you the best with, with your many, many companies. <laughs> thank you very much for this opportunity. This is, you know, I hope this podcast can be you know, a reason for somebody to start drinking tea and then finding out more about tea culture from Japan. For the audience, I, I want to say that um, everything we've said here, all the links, you can find them at 
www.myjapanesegreentea.com slash episode 5 and that, that's the way it's gonna be for each episode so yeah that that's it for today's show and thank you thank you Dana and thank you very much thank you thanks for listening to my Japanese green tea podcast at www.myjapanesegreentea.com